KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Earlier this week, one of my readers at The Journal sent me the following email. Joe, please tell me that Winter's Tale is a great movie befitting a wonderful book. It would kill me to see the book butchered, so I'll have to rely on your judgment to decide whether to rush to the theater on Friday or pretend it never happened. But please, please, please give me good news. Well, I'd like to pretend it never happened, but it did, and the news is befuddlingly bad. Although I could be prejudiced because I found the Mark Helper novel so diffuse and pretentious that I never finished reading it. Be that as it may, a surrealist love story with many admirers has been reduced by Akiva Goldsman's screen version to a potboiler brimming with treacly preachments. The main one concerns connectivity, not in the digital, but in the cosmic sense, i.e. we are all connected, we're all part of a grand design. Let's hope so, but the movie is a prodigy of disconnection, one that perpetrates graceless leaps and hapless lurches of logic in the name of magic realism. Two memorable moments in this department involve the winged white horse who serves as guardian angel for the hero, Peter Lake, across a century of time. Peter is played by Colin Farrell, and the love of his life, the beautiful but sickly Beverly Penn, is played by Jessica Brown Findlay from Downton Abbey. Back in the early years of the 20th century, the horse rescues Peter and Beverly from a demon, he's played by Russell Crowe, by flying them off a cliff to a frozen river. How is that even possible, asks Beverly. She's pleasantly surprised, you understand, but essentially disconnected from the miracle that has just occurred. Later, in 21st century Manhattan, the horse shows up again on the roof of an apartment building, just in time to save the still young Peter, a woman named Virginia, played by Jennifer Connelly, and her sickly young daughter. There's a horse on the roof, Virginia says. This is true, and it's an amazement if ever there was one. What's amazing about the scene, though, is Virginia's disconnection from this new miracle. She, too, registers mild surprise at the most, and the director's disconnection from her bland response. Could anyone have made a good movie out of the book? Maybe not. Magic realism works best in the privacy of the mind. In fact, Farrell and Findlay are appealing as the star-crossed lovers. Will Smith has an agreeably weird cameo as Lucifer, and it's lovely to have Eva Marie Saint in a small role asking, what if we are all unique and the universe loves us all equally? But Akiva Goldsman, a first-time director, although a veteran screenwriter, has been done in by the source material. Either he climbed aboard a horse that was too much for him, or the universe gave him a bum steer. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.